We are Anonymous. We're taking over the Left and the South podcast, and we plan to expose its top figures, David and Kayla, and their Jeffrey Epstein connections. We saw the Black Book. We know what happened at the Little St. James Island. For too long you have sat comfortably upon your golden Patreon throne. It is time you answer for the things you have done. Just as we did in Seattle, removing the head of racist monuments to America's past, so too will we remove the head of podcast security. We've been in contact with Tom Bergeron. He turned on you, so did all of your other Benghazi contacts. We almost underestimated you in 2015 when you escaped with a mere 20%. Hillary Clinton's classified emails. But be warned, we will not make the same mistake again. Welcome to Left in the South Podcast, episode 24. What is up, Killed? What's up, David? Long time, no here. Yeah, it's been like 10 days since our last episode, and we're back. We're back, yeah. and we're in action. We are moving, much like mm-hmm. a chemical reaction. We are filled with ATP, mm-hmm. ready to carpe diem, or whatever. Too much kinetic energy right now and i must i have burst. so much celestial power right now my potential energy is insane right now yeah i feel like i'm at the beginning of a gluon chain right now oh and God, i'm about man. to set off a reaction dude, dude you're making my electrolytes go off the charts right now no cap <laughs> no anyway, cap on god um, before we start this episode of course gotta do you know the usual intro uh, if you haven't subbed to us on YouTube, what are you waiting for? If you haven't rated us on Apple Podcast, again, what are you waiting for? Yeah, and, I should um, make some fake accounts and do that, actually. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. Uh, Jimmy Fallon actually has left a five-star review for our podcast. Wow, so, really? Yeah. Um, if Thanks, you, Jimmy. I'm yeah, a big like, fan of your show. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. I'm kidding, by Long-time the way. time listener. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you get what you fucking deserve. And uh, yeah. Patreon, of course, as well. We have a $1 tier, boys. Have you found yep. four quarters on the floor this month? I mean, you probably haven't since you've been in quarantine. But yeah, maybe, and plus you know, we need some, some quarters between the couch. Yeah, $1 but plus tier. we need this money because we're being held for ransom by an international terrorist organization right yeah. now. So Antifa. we really need this money. Yes, it's the Dirty <laughs> Libs. They have taken arms against Fuck. us. Just like Mark's predicted, man. Yeah, like He's real. never been wrong. Honestly, but yeah, other than that, uh, back to your uh, regular programming. Oh yeah, man. What's on the docket for today? I mean, uh, it's been an insane week, really. Dude, in the last Things ten days, lightning speed. there has been more change, like over in the last like ten years time. Like, so I mean, much change yeah. Happened I think it was wasn't it Lyndon who famously said, like, you know, every sometimes. 
there are decades where nothing happens, and sometimes there's weeks where decades happen. You know, I feel like this was one of those um, weeks. That's strong. Yeah, it's true. It's it was like, definitely one of those weeks. Like, why are we so slow to do things when we can just, like, do whatever the fuck we want? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. we can just change the whole system overnight. Yeah, well, that's a. How are we going to afford that, dude? <laughs> Have you considered that question? No, I didn't major in economics, dude. Oh, my bad. All right, then. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, uh, what happened specifically this week? What, what do you want to start with these um, days? Uh, we can start from, the, I mean, let's talk about uh, Black Lives Matter, right? Okay. Talk about so, what's been uh, going on. So, Black Lives Matter, Twitter has been kind of i would say like what do you think the general opinion is about black lives matter on twitter right now compared to like 10 days ago I mean, do you think people are more gets... negative or less i like, mean do they support them more are, like, or less? trying to find a reason to like say like black lives matter is like bad like yeah you know, they like you know funding you know it's like any organization like they're wondering like, where the money's going right like right and who, who's getting paid what so they're always trying to discredit them, but I feel like you know even companies nowadays they're trying to make, they're trying to like profit from Black Lives Matter and like they're like oh yeah, yeah. fuck I fuck with the Black Lives Matter. I think we've reached that critical mass yeah, where like, like yeah, like every mainstream actor, every like news station, every liberal media producer is all everyone's coming out to say like oh yeah of course we all support this like, which I guess like ostensibly is a good thing right i mean, I mean it's yeah, I mean, more support. You support it you're gonna look better. yeah you're kind of just automatically a bad person right yeah. but uh, i mean i would be careful because i would say like someone saying i'm for like black lives matter it may mean that they're not necessarily a bad person but it doesn't automatically make them an ally either i would say because there's a lot of people that i think are you know they post in admiration of the things that are happening right now but like are just as quick to condemn similar you know outrage over similar events and like or maybe like the use of violence in certain situations they're like oh this is ridiculous like i can't support violent people but like they would do the same they mm -hmm. would support like police violently crushing protests i don't know like it just i'm so jaded right now david i feel like everyone's out to get me you know that meme where the guy has like a gun to his own head yeah. and he's like it really be your own people or whatever <laughs> like i feel like that's me <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, there's uh, it's like it's very torn right now. Like how people want yeah. to handle, like do they want like some people like some lefties want to handle it like peacefully, some like you know want to incite violence, right? Right, and then there's like these weird uh, third party centrist. people who are like, well, there's like centrists that don't support anyone because like their violence on both sides or whatever, and then there's like the violence on the right where I can't even tell if they're being violent against like black people minorities or if they're trying to make it seem like minorities and black people are are, are violent like you know because we have these people that are pretending to be police oh, yeah. and like doing things uh to Which incite violence thing. or whatever confirmed real. yeah confirmed yes i mean like i don't think did that surprise you really i guess it kind of i mean like honestly it did surprise me I mean, like it just makes me think like man like like on the first day, like it really got violent, like um, all those weeks back. I mean, like you know, yeah, like, you know, weeks back. Yeah, um, seems like, like forever. It was like the first day there was like a fake like police person trying to like make like 
I don't even know why. Like you know, it's like it, was, it seemed so early to do it. You know, it yeah. like, seemed like they knew this was coming or something. I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like they had already made up their mind that yeah. they were like, okay, we're gonna make try to like you know get this to be violent as quickly as possible. Like already they'd made up that decision. Um, so I want to talk about a few things. First of all, I want to talk about like rubber bullets, use of force, tear gas. Like over the past few days, things have just been getting worse and worse. We've seen we've seen videos footage of police just literally spraying into crowds with rubber bullets several protesters have been blinded permanently blinded blinded. yes lost their eyes i don't know if you remember a few months ago uh during the hong kong protest when that was in full effect before corona uh i don't know man liberals were malding i would say over uh, that one chinese person who lost her eye unfortunately uh, during a protest in Hong Kong, I find it suspicious now that a lot of people are silent, or at least I feel not as outraged about it as they were then, when several protesters, peaceful protesters, have been blinded by the U.S. government. That's very interesting to mm-hmm. me. Um, and, and then the tear gas reporters. as well. Yeah, these reporters are also from different countries as well. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That Australian guy. I don't know if this. I uh, don't remember if this was before or after our last podcast. But the Australian guy just totally gets fucking Captain America on camera with a she- a riot yeah. shield to the abdomen or whatever. Yeah. yeah and uh, speaking of tear gas, a nineteen-year-old, a nineteen-year-old girl was killed after being exposed oh, yeah, yeah. to tear gas, um, and, and she, she later died have, in the hospital. She didn't even have like it's not like she had like a lung uh, yeah. condition. She, like she. Did, They're she saying like she asthma. probably had some like un. Like, something killed her, whether it was the tear gas or not. But, like, I hate this thing. I wanted to talk about this, too. Like, this idea that, like, oh, it's not the chokehold that killed him. Like, in reference to, to Floyd or whatever, they're like, oh, it's it not the, the chokehold that killed him. To his brain. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why pontificate <laughs> over which part actually killed him? It's like, like, it's a philosophical philosophy debate. Into this. Yeah, it's like, okay. Him that killed him. <laughs> Only our brains required no oxygen to function. Seriously, did I kill him or did the copper atoms passing through his brain at fucking Mach 3 kill him? You know what I mean? Like, why does it fucking matter? flaw of us humans. <laughs> yeah, like, God, I just, I hate how liberals are, like, pontificating over that. Like, it just, it seems to me that the ultimate result is the same. Does it matter what particularly killed him? I don't know. Dude, this, but, like, yeah, so they're saying kneeling, this woman didn't die from it. The kneeling, too, is kind of fucking weird. <laughs> Which like, part? Like, have you seen, like, Nancy Pelosi and, like, all oh, the yeah, like, yeah. libs? Like, Dude, I love weird, watching you know? old people kneel. Like, I don't know what... I didn't realize how out of shape America was until I watched that Twitter video of all of our politicians kneeling. Like, how much they struggled to fucking kneel to the ground. Like, a foot and they a half or whatever. Bend the knee, bro. Seriously, like, you know, no hate for, like, people who are disabled or whatever, but these are, like, fully functioning, healthy adult human beings with no underlying conditions that cannot crouch to the floor. Like, how sad is that? But anyway, yeah. Nancy Pelosi has been on a tear recently. Like, she, uh, I don't know if you remember, just a few short months ago when we all thought life was a simpler time. Her tearing up the bill behind Trump's back and everyone was, like, salivating over it. Yeah, they like, yes, love that queen, shit. Yes. Queen, go off. Step on him, mommy. Yes. Yeah, and now she's, like, strangely silent. I mean, like, they, they have... Democrats have not been entirely silent. Like, I think it's unfair for me to say silent. Because they have been attempting things. But, of course, it's yeah, all just, like... I feel like, like AOC's at the head of, like... Yeah. Shit, bro. 
AOC and Bernie, like they're the most radical people. Bernie just recently, we were talking about this earlier, is is uh, uh, proposing things like a lot of a lot of help for coronavirus, like two thousand dollars a month, and like a bunch of other radical mm-hmm. things that were associated with his campaign from before. He's kind of like morphed them into a coronavirus mm-hmm. relief bill that he's trying to like get working. And I mean, we'll see what happens with that. It probably won't pass, but we'll see. Yeah, Andrew Yang is fucking coming in his pants right now. Oh, I actually have huge news about Andrew Yang, by the way. I actually received Yang bucks. I received $250 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. from Andrew Yang. Yeah, yeah like his his charity, Humanity Forward, I applied just on a whim. I think I was like jerking off or something. Like I saw like an ad or something for it. And I was like, fuck it. Like, let me just relax for a sec. Like, let me put in my info. Like, I made sure it was real or whatever. And then I, I didn't even think about it. Like, I just cast it away from my mind. <laughs> and then, like, a couple months later, I got an email. They're like, congratulations, you've, like, been awarded a $250 micro-grant from uh, Andrew Yang's charity. Oh, shit, I was like, shit, crazy. man. I know, right? That's like, hell yeah. I haven't received it yet, so I'll, wow. I'll get back to you guys. But, I mean, yeah. shit. Like, I also crazy. signed up when he was running for president. He was doing this thing where he gives you $1,000. And I fucking, like, we were already doing the podcast at that point. And I had been talking shit about him every single episode, but I was like, man, shit, I'll fucking sign up for that. I'm I still mean, gonna fucking do it. Yeah, I'm not gonna say no to that. Free money, bro. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. So, uh, uh, wait, I wanted to talk to. Okay, so we talked about tear gas, we talked about rubber bullets. Yep. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh, uh, Bernie Sanders. I wanna talk about. Okay, so. so Every everything's going on right all these police shits are happening everyone's pretty much in agreement like fuck the police defund the police so what is the democratic platform's response to that david do you want to tell me what biden said recently oh, that yeah, he thought we should do hilarious. he thinks we need to give them more money yeah <laughs> i made a joke he's literally saying yeah, go I ahead sorry tweet, uh, two days ago and I was like, um, obviously we need, you know, the police aren't getting paid enough, bro. We need, we need to pay the nine billion dollar premium package in, <laughs> in, in, in New York to get the, yeah. the the package where they don't kill minorities. Seriously, you know, New, I read recently that New York City is the thirty first largest military on the planet yep. because by like six billion money dollars spent. right now is the yeah. police budget, which is absolutely insane. insane. Yeah, absolutely. Just ludicrously outrageous. Like, why? Like, I'm so fucking, like, dumbfounded right now. It's like, <laughs> how are people, like, just now, like, thinking, like, hmm, maybe the $9 billion police budget is a little too fucking much? Yeah. Never never in the height of stop and frisk when, like, a black person was getting beaten at least once a fucking day. Never did someone think, oh, maybe we should tone this down a little bit. I mean, like, of course I understand, like, history moves and fits and starts and whatever. And, like, maybe it wasn't the time back then for things to change. But it almost seems insulting, especially, like, I can imagine if you're a black person. Like, seeing how people are reacting to all this heinous shit going on, like... Yeah, that's just the reality of our lives for the, for the past three hundred years. Crazy story uh, my dad told me uh, okay. about like um, when he was younger. I think it was like like eleven or something like that. And you know him and his bunch of friends. My dad's like a really dark Puerto Rican, and um, yeah, basically he basically like looks black, right? And, was he already living in America at the time? Yeah, he was in New York at the time, and um, him and his friends were like chilling, like playing uh, ball or some shit. Like, and the ball went towards this dude and like, um, like his area. And he's like, Hey, stop fucking doing that shit. And then I think one of the kids like told him like, Hey, fuck off or something like that. 
and then like the dude starts like he gets in his truck and after like and he starts chasing them right so they fucking start booking it and like uh what's it called the the fatter one of their group like wasn't as fast and he got caught by this guy and they it was like him and this other dude and they just start beating him the fuck up dude and he's like they really yeah and they're like they're like 15 probably the oldest like person there like a part of that group and they were just fucking bugging my dad told me how he like he like just ran and he kept on running like he, when it's like frank he just fucking kept on running and didn't didn't fucking stop dude until his lungs were on like on fire like like they were just beating up little fucking kids dude that's insane so like what like hate crime fucking I when mean, was this pretty much i mean i don't know my dad was born in 1963 yeah so uh okay like so it was a while ago but still though like it, I don't know. It's so shocking to me. Like, I don't. I I was recently radicalized. Like hearing hearing that about your dad. Like, it doesn't surprise me. You know what I mean? Like you and me, we're like, oh yeah, of course. That just sounds like America. Like, you know the George Floyd shit. Like before we knew that it was going to be a big story, we don't. Of course, I already heard about it because we're fucking news addicts, right? So like, we both knew about it before it was huge. And I think we even talked about it on the podcast before any any protests had happened yet. And I said, and I think I said, uh, I oh, another black that. person dying. Like, I just said, oh, another yeah, black uh, homicide. Like, about, um, I can't even remember Arbery? which one it is, you know? Yeah, yeah, because we're talking yeah, about Arbery and then we, yeah, and, then and like, George, George Floyd came up. Yeah. yeah. And I just like brushed it off and I was like, oh, another black killing, like whatever. There's going to be another one next week too. And another one after that, like this is the level of normalcy that like black killings have reached in this guy. Mm. It's absurd. Yeah. Um, um, it's ridiculous. Uh, but uh, other black lives matter stuff, the, yeah. but there is like a lot of like police departments, like uh, being pushed to be defunded. You know, we've been talking about defunding, yeah. right? Defund the police. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand like what that, like what they mean when they mean defund the police. Right. Yeah. And, um, I think they think people like, miss know, remove the police is what people are right. thinking. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that it's really easy to fall for that trap too. If you're like, a sensible liberal person who believes in like a lot of things that may may or may not be true like for example the lack of training thing like how they talk about oh well you're just reducing the officer's training like do you think that's really going to have an effect on whether they use force it's just going to make things worse i mean in reality though they're going through this like like david brought up in the last episode this warrior style training where they're trained to kill first and ask questions later like this kind of training is not beneficial anyway so like at the very least maybe they'll do that less i don't know that would yeah, be nice i mean it's just like they need to like ban warrior you know training in every state and like fucking like you know shut down these people who offer these trainings to the, the police unions because i mean like yeah. the strongest thing for the police right now the only reason why reform is so hard is because of these police unions and i'm always right. for unions but like the police unions probably like the worst one dude yeah, because it's not like other unions. It doesn't protect people of a low power from people with high power, which is normally what unions do, right? Like you're protecting workers are banding together to protect themselves individually who are weak against the powerful owners. But in this case, it's the powerful police protecting themselves against weak, yeah. uh, like being held accountable by the weak citizens. So it doesn't make sense in this case really for this union to exist. Like, in terms of pay and work conditions, sure, of course. But, like, these unions not only do that, 
but they're also doing things like legal representation. Protecting, they yeah, exactly they're fighting for people's jobs, and when when your job potentially is to kill people, like in terms of policing, and then win, I dude. think that we need to be held to a higher standard. And yes, most they do. Of the time win. They win. Yeah, and like even even if they get fired from their precinct or whatever, they just move to another job, and like these unions or will continue retire, to fight for them. Retire with pay. Yeah. With a full pension paid by yeah. our money, taxpayer money. Yeah. Oh. And it's like, well, actually, I don't first, I don't want to say taxpayer money. I don't like that phrase anymore. I don't, it implies that people who don't pay taxes are bad. So never mind. But it's our money anyway, regardless of the fucking fact. And yeah, uh, I don't know. It makes but yeah, like we said, go ahead. Yeah, it makes me wonder, like, um, if they think, like, man, if I kill a black person, I ain't get that free retirement with pay, you know? Like, you know, that's yeah. like the, the cushion out, you know? It's like, I just got to kill a black person. Yeah, meanwhile, 14 years ago, a black officer stopped a white officer from chokeholding a suspect, and she was fired with no pension. Only one year left until she had retirement with full pension, and they fired her, like, for rescuing a suspect from a fellow police officer. So, like, uh, this is well, the kind of thing the union does. Like, moves, if you, you know, speak out against good, yeah. bad police, then you get you let get go fucked. because they're all bad. Yeah. I and mean, they don't yeah, want you in what, there. Yeah, this is what I was talking about. I don't know if I brought it up last episode. Last episode was a big, like, police episode. But, like, um, it's hard because, like, what are you going to do? You're going to arrest, like, your partner and then send him to right. the precinct? Right? Like, I think I said that. Like, you yeah. know, it's, it's frowned upon. Like, they'll be like, you know, you're going to get weird champed exactly i mean just think about any job you've ever had like even if you've only worked at mcdonald's like you're not you're like there's a certain level of camaraderie like you're not gonna just like be an asshole to your your fellow people and if you do you're ostracized and like you're not let into this group like this in group and all human beings crave to be part of this of a group you know what i mean like police are no different they're susceptible to the same biases as we are we just so happen to put them in a situation where it seems that the better option for them is to be violent and brutish rather than actually, you know, make sense be good police officers. Yeah, exactly. So it's not, you could even say, if you wanted to make a materialist analysis of the situation, you could say the police officers themselves are not necessarily at fault, but the larger system has created these corrupt police officers that need to be dealt with. Whether or not it's their fault almost doesn't matter. It's just the truth of the situation, so it needs to be dealt with, you know? 100%. Yeah. And and what was Biden's way of dealing with that? More funding yeah, for the police. Hey, money. and guess who endorsed it? Bernie Sanders, baby. Dude, obviously, the, more money for better training, obviously. Yeah, Avi, yeah. Avi. Yeah, yeah, and like dozens of hours of us, you know, talking about how Bernie's policies are great, how we both have donated, well, at least personally donated hundreds of dollars to his campaign, hundreds of hours talk, discussing his policies and platform. Just to have him say in the end, yeah, I want to put more money into the police force. Like, this is why I'm, I have the strongest psyche of any fucking online leftist, bro. Like, we have to have that. We have to. Otherwise, we're all going to be fucking dead at 30 from alcoholism. Yeah, they took a, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, fucking shit sucks, but, um. Fucking Bernie, bro. Fucking love Dude, him. and now, people mishearing song lyrics and thinking that they're conservative when they're really not. Have you seen this, like, trend recently of people saying, like, like liberal bands are coming out to Trump and saying, basically, like, 
Oh, no, never play our song again. Stop playing YMCA at your rallies, Donald oh, Trump, yeah. because I'm gay and you hate gay people. And you're not allowed to play our music anymore. Harumph, even though they, he's been playing it for four years. For some reason, I don't know. They just now got to it. The, what, Whatever. The yeah, I don't understand why that just now like became a problem for them, considering he's been anti-LGBT since before he was president. But anyway, well, I just find it funny. Wasn't he, when he, was, like, he, was, he said that he was going to be pro-LGBT and then like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he clearly was. I mean, the trans military ban alone is like one of the most heinous things a president has ever done against uh, LGBT uh, like individuals. So uh, that's interesting. And then like, oh shit, what was I saying? Donald Trump said, yeah, exactly. Wait, wait, wait. What was I saying? Uh, talking about YMCA and why stop using it. Oh, right. Okay. So the main point of this topic is the fact that people are mishearing like song lyrics. Like I saw on Twitter, someone talking about Rage Against the Machine. Like I'm never listening to Rage Against the Machine again. I'm a conservative Trump voter and a Rage Against the Machine fan. And I'm very disappointed from the fact that you have said Trump is not allowed to play your music. It's like, hold on, back up a couple paces. Like, what did you think they meant by fuck you, I won't do what you tell me, wear a badge, you're the chosen whites, like some of those who wear, burn crosses, wear badges, or whatever the fuck the lyrics are. Like, how could you misinterpret all of this as conservative lyrics, David? How is that possible? I don't know. <clears throat> There's, like, this new trend of uh, conservatives canceling these liberal artists, even though they have been, yeah, like, they've been anti-conservative or anti, you know, like, typically it's, like, religious. canceled, dude yeah no they they can cancel in their own circles that's fine i mean like as long i I, i'm down with less right wingers at concerts if that's how it has to go man that's That's how it has to be man i mean yeah it'll smell better at uh rage against the machine concerts now that (laughs) they're not coming Yeah, but anyway i just find it really funny it's like this very strange thing like i don't know if it's just me maybe i don't know you're not like reacting how i expected so maybe it's just me but i'm fascinated with the fact like people really thought that these like emo bands like if they're fucking emo 90s bands why did they think that they were going to be like conservative trump voters i don't understand i just don't expect those people to even listen to that type of music to be honest right yeah that's what i'm thinking i'm like why would you even get into this music maybe try like johann sebastian bach maybe some like chopin i think he owns (laughs) slaves like you might like his shit i vibe to it sometimes in a non-fash way like it's just weird that he they wouldn't be into raging into the machine. Yeah. yeah. Some like country. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're taking over country though. Who's we? The people, bro. Every worker a member of the National Country Music Awards. <laughs> Dude, okay, so one thing I want to talk about too is uh so they took down another uh statue in Richmond. Virginia, yeah. The Jefferson Davis statue. Uh, dude, fucking, like... Oh, shit. It's crazy that, like, we're just, like, there's so many of these statues and, like, so many of these, like, confederate shit, and, like, we're just now, like, okay, yeah, we should fucking probably change this. Or, like... Yeah. We're just, like, we have these statues up against these people who are fighting for slavery, and, like, we think that, like, we need to, like, they're honored, you know? It's like... Yeah, but what are the arguments to keep them though, David? Like, why why keep them? I don't understand. Uh, I've heard some uh, some people on Reddit um, say that they don't want to get like forgotten from history. Yeah, like you're erasing them. You want to know history. the you want to know the best way to test that theory, David? Because I've thought about this recently. 
next time you're out next to a racist statue if you happen to live in a place where there is one just walk next to it and just ask everyone in the general area who it's a statue of go ahead and ask them i guarantee no one is gonna fucking know or at least you know some nerds will probably but most people aren't gonna know like that that automatically gets rid of the argument for me that it's about preserving history and like making sure we never forget our our confederate roots so that we can avoid them kind of like you know the nazi argument where you're like oh we have to like read about it so we can learn never to do it again that doesn't make sense when it's just a statue in their honor (laughs) with no history or context if we like if we don't like you know document history we're just gonna you know repeat it no, I think it's I about, think it's not about true. documenting. Like, 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 yeah. Or even like, I don't even think like, you know, history repeats itself. I don't even, like, I don't even think No, I don't think true. so either. Like, as we no. advance, like, you know, that's just going to become like less and less of a problem. Exactly. It's about casting aside, like, worse ideologies. That's what it's all about. The reason that history seems to repeat itself is because of people. preserve the shit. Bro. Yes, they don't want to do that. They don't want to cast aside their antiquated beliefs. That's why we get things like, like so statues of Confederate soldiers. There's like, so many, like, liberal, like, ideologies also, like, just forgotten away in history because no one, right. like, because, like, you know, people have forgotten the name of it or, like, people don't even fucking care about them. Like, yeah. Yeah, because it's all just about this incremental, like, change where you're kind of, like, making it more or less okay for certain bad things that you disagree with to happen based on the general idea of society. So, like, what I mean by that is, for example, right now, we live in a very fascist, right-wing society. So the liberals of this country are very centrist and right-wing because they kind of, like, have to meet in the middle with fascists. They're not willing to have a principled position like we are, like godly socialists like us, mm. like God-fearing, linen-reading, communist legends with huge cocks like David and I are actually principled enough to like have an ideology. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> had to go off on centrist for a second there. For sure, I agree. I mean, it sucks that you know we're gonna have to come for them when the time comes yeah but it's gonna i'm happy to be allies with them later and uh, i think there is no better or i guess now no worse ally no actually this is better harry potter i want who's the guy who uh plays harry potter uh, uh, daniel, radcliffe. uh daniel radcliffe yeah yeah i want him as an ally because he is the new king david is have it? you kept up to date with what is it going on on trans Kings. twitter uh, recently skim the surface of what's got what's going on with the it's Rowling. so ridiculous like in the light of what's going on right now it seems so fucking absurd to have like a shitty author tweeting yeah it's just garbage it's just garbage bullshit that dumb 90s artists are children's artists are writing on my twitter and for some reason because she's rich i have to take it seriously that's what i don't understand like why do people have to take these these opinions seriously when they're so laughable just because uh, this person has money they wrote a famous series like 10 years ago yeah dude i have jacked off to a lot of harry potter fan fictions david yes and I, and it's not like? even like I'd rather not go into detail. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not go into detail, but let's just say it ain't pretty, okay? And I, I, let me just say that I would be the first person to say I don't give Harry a Potter. fuck about J.K. Rowling, Rowling, however the fuck you pronounce her turf ass name. I, why would I give a fuck about anything that she says at all? Like it's insane. People are so, they just care so much, David. 
I never got. But do you know what she said though? That's crazy. How do you not get into Harry Potter? Like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I love how like the only two like the fucking the one Irish guy in there is famous for blowing himself up, which of course the Irish like blow each other up in car bombs or whatever. There's only one Asian person who uh, Harry fucking fetishizes. There's like one black person in the whole story, and they're all fucking white, man. Insane. It's like the Avatar movie. Yeah, Hermione was actually black and in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, didn't they, like, describe her in the book? Yeah, no, yeah, they described her in the book. Yeah, and, like, and, of course, like, she she wasn't really accurately portrayed in the movies. Because, like, in the book, she was kind of, like, a disgusting troll, right? Which is so true in a lot of, like, children's books, which I find kind of strange in terms of, like, women's identity. You know what I mean? Like, how often is it that we see a story where it's like, oh, this woman is butt ugly. She looks like shit. But she she hates herself. Tang. She wants to die. But for some reason, she's like a genius. Or like, she has this little cute, yeah. quirky aspect of her character that makes you fall in love with her. It's like, uh, okay, fair enough. But like, why you gotta stand for like only ugly women? Like, there's pr- plenty of like depressed, good looking women out there. You know what I mean? Like, not every little girl is a troll. But, um,. I, I just find that interesting. No, but, but yeah, she basically said, like, she hates trans women. Girls. That's fair enough. I mean, sh- sure. I guess any more emotional support or whatever. I guess. But I don't know. It's weird. Like, she just, she hates trans people. It's really that simple. And, like, she busted out the absolute best, what I like to call the Kevin Spacey defense. Because <laughs> she basically said, that sounds oh, like I was. chess opening, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes the triggered opening where he she basically says ah i was raped as a child so therefore i hate trans people and like you have to respect my opinion because i was raped Uh, and it's like okay yeah exactly it's like oh i'm a victim of rape so i'm allowed to have any bigoted opinion i want because i was raped as a child it's like okay sucks for you feel bad that you're raped obviously that's bad no one's supposed to get raped that sucks that doesn't mean it's okay to hate trans people. They're not related. I don't understand why famous people bring this kind of shit up all the time. They're like, oh, yeah, it's true. I, like, fucked. I killed my mom or whatever. But, like, also, I donated money to charity. It's like, okay, <laughs> they're not related. One's good. One's very bad. It's okay for them to simultaneously exist. So you tell me a lot of conservatives were raped? Apparently, because they all fucking hate trans people. Yeah. I don't understand, like... Why it's okay to hate trans people if you've been raped. I hear this argument so much for conser- from conservative women, especially. They'll say something like, oh, I don't, the reason, they'll defend the bathroom shit by yeah. saying, like, the reason I don't want men who are not passing, aka, like, they don't necessarily look like societal women, How much um, but they're to transgender. To be able to go into the bathroom. <laughs> who fucking knows, man? But they're saying, like, reach 35% pass rating. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> or else, you're, or else what? Almost what? You're going to trigger a woman who has been raped before. Like, we never make that. What about a, a boy who has been raped by an older man? We we never make a designation for that boy to say, oh, you can go in the women's restroom so you're not traumatized by an older man coming in and, like, you have to look at a man because you've been raped before. Like, how absurd would that sound? But for some reason, when it comes to, like, little girls, suddenly it tugs at the heartstrings for liberals. So I guess the argument works somehow. Mm. Um and it ends up like having a lot of liberals like unironically being like, oh yeah, it's true. Like trans women are women and trans people are, you know, like their identity is important. But also like, well maybe we can take it slow on giving them rights because people aren't ready for that yet. It's the exact same argument people use against black people in the sixties. Go ahead. I think it's so easy to get like caught in this conservative trap. Like of um, 
Just like uh, slow, like I feel like when I was younger, dude, I was like such a, a bigot and like stupid and like just overall just a fucking bad person. <laughs> and I feel like why was how did that like happen? Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel the exact I, same way. I actually have. Like, I don't a, know. A story about. I really don't. So Joji, I'm sorry that you know totally di- di- diverging off where you're talking, but we'll get back to that. Go ahead, one King. Second. But so Joji on Twitter, right? He's like uh, doing all this like Black Lives Matter shit, you know, Black Lives Matter, and his like uh, name on Twitter, you know, posting about Black Lives Matter, right? And, right. But like, I feel like. Filthy Frank has molded a generation of online gamers who just are bigots and like use the N word and right. use the F word and like because they because he's nor he normalized it right even if right. even if he was just playing a character he definitely had a part in normalizing all these like bigotry and like just being an edge lord really right yeah yeah and like those think- videos are still up like. Yeah. Well, didn't he like get quote unquote canceled for that? Like for all of his old filthy Frank videos after he became a famous artist. Yeah. Like finally (laughs) all the K-pop. All the clout comes in. Yeah. yeah. You're like, wait, this guy is filthy Frank. They finally put two and two together. Strange. It must be strange to find that after becoming a fan of his music. But yeah, like I, I, I'm not sure. Like, I think that there's this weird switch that happened somewhere. Maybe like in the early 2010 era like where we went from like especially with the f word like the f word gay slitter like mm-hmm. i feel like there was a time where i mean i myself said that often i will admit like in, in 2009 like on xbox hell yeah man i was saying that word all the time and like i feel like there was a time where we were not using it in a bigoted way we were normalizing it to and then i think that my justification for it and a lot of people's justification were for it was of course we're not anti-gay we're just using it because it's normalized and like it's just a word we're just using it's not about gay people at all it's just a word that we say and i think that that was kind of like the opinion that most people had back then like oh it's okay we're reclaiming it kind of like i don't know any any word that hurts you right like you just you kind of take away its power by saying it more and more and like, claiming it for yourself. Like that was the argument people made back then. But I don't, uh, I, I kind of feel like that's not true now that I'm looking back on it. Yeah. That's that, you know, you bring it up and it's huge because, uh, recently like the flash actor for the elongated man, Ralph Dibney, I forgot the actor's name, but, uh, he got fired right. from tweets. Partly. He, uh, tweeted like, uh, like a misogynistic and racist tweets he right. did in uh, 2009 to like 2012 and like that area but uh, the thing is like on twitter like during that like age on twitter like you had to be edgy if you wanted to stand out in, right like, the like twitter game i guess back then and it's like it's it's fucking all these people because they were like you know it was so normalized like being a fucking edgelord yeah and like I don't, I don't want it to seem like I'm against edgy humor. It's not about that. I think it's more about like this, this concept of dog whistling that we talk about pretty often on this show. Like whenever you say a racist joke or you have some kind of racist conversation, and you know you're not racist. And like let's say David and I are having a conversation. I know David's not racist. I know I'm not racist. So I feel totally comfortable having a conversation that per- could be considered racist with David because I know that neither of us are racist. But you have to consider when you're posting something on the internet, it's not just a one-way conversation with you and someone that you know intimately. Yeah, you're like you're, you're posting for other people. Yeah, and other people are posting for you. And you don't necessarily know the full context of everything that's going on. So people could be saying things that are normalizing hateful behavior. And you may not even realize the extent of damage that's being caused by this rhetoric because you're not actually involved in the damaging part. 
you're just consuming the part that looks okay and spreading this hateful message without even realizing, which is why we kind of have to be careful online about spreading, uh, you know, edgy humor and stuff, which is why I think I was wrong back then. And a lot of people were wrong back I mean, then about normalizing things like that. I don't think it works that way. I mean, yeah, I think as long, like, it sucks, you know, like some actors are losing their jobs because of shit they said. And uh, I think as long as you don't, like, you know, you know what you did was, was wrong and, like, you right. no longer do it, like, at all. I mean, I think, you know, you can be forgiven. Right. Apologize and live a better life, really. That's all we can ask. Like, and I, like, also, I don't like this idea of people saying, like, oh, you're ruining their careers. It's like, why does that have to be the case? Like, it may be true that he gets fired from The Flash, but, like, honestly, at the end of the day, who gives a shit? Like, he's a famous actor. Is he really going to struggle the same way that you and I are? Right, yeah, like, the idea that your career is ruined, like, it's not average people that are having their careers ruined. And if that were to happen, I would say maybe I don't agree with that. But in this case, it's like, he's going to be fine. He can find a new job. And most importantly, he's being held accountable for the things that he actually did. Because no one ever asks, like, oh, does he deserve it? It's always like, oh, you're ruining his life, you're doing this, you're doing that. But then at the end of the day, I think it's worth asking if they deserve it. And I think in some cases they do. Yeah, I mean, it's good that they ban, you know, they not ban him, they fired him because, right. you know, it shows that other people, like, you're going to be held accountable for the shit you said in the past. You know, Correct. Go back on Twitter, delete your fucking tweets. Exactly, and, and don't go forth and say other things that might get yeah. you in trouble too. Yeah. It's an important precedent to be set, regardless of how much it actually offends you. Like, you may, because I looked at his tweets, and I personally, like, if I were to read them now, even, like, I would never have thought, like, oh, I hate this guy. Like, he's such a bigot. I hate him yeah, so he was much. Just making, like, bad jokes. On yeah, Twitter. they're just unfunny, racist jokes. Like, at the end of the day, he's probably not a bad person. He's not, or not for that reason. I don't know him personally. And, like, but at the end of the day, like, it's just not acceptable for us to normalize that kind of behavior because of the dog whistling issue and the fact that those behaviors yes. really do exist. Maybe one day... Without knowing. Exactly. And maybe one day we'll live in a communist utopia and everything will be perfect and you'll not have to worry about that. And then you can be as racist as you want, comrade. But until then, we have to look out for each other by not being, you know, racist and exclusatory. So fuck you, J.K. Rowling. Yep. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Hell yeah, because she, uh, I hate women. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's because she's Fuck. a turf, really. Fuck yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Trump. Hell yeah. Recent tweet today in the morning. Uh, thanking the- Law and order! Or was that yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Law and order! <laughs> that suck, dude. Why does he do that? CSI Miami! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fucking tweeted um thanking the SS for handling the protesters. Yeah, uh, God, how tone deaf was that tweet, man? We don't even call them. We don't. That's not even the abbreviation for the no. Secret Service. He just ran out of characters and like <laughs> just forty and characters off. Yeah, I guess. He's like, he's like, like fuck. Like, hmm. wait, what do we normally use for Secret Service? It's USSS. Oh, USSS. Yeah. It's even cooler. We went for the SS squared. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I mean, like, basically the past 10 days, I don't know if we talked on Twitter He's about... dog-whistling fascist yeah. behavior. If you want to see a dog whistle A1 steak sauce, just type Trump's Twitter into your fucking browser history right now. Uh, you, you, little, you little twerp, you little nerd. I know you have Google. I know you have Twitter. Go ahead, pull it up. 
That's dog whistling. And it's like, it's so fucking blatant at this point. I don't know. He's feeling very emboldened recently, David. Why do you think that might be? I don't know. He's, he's dunking on on Joey, dude. He has to be aggressive, man. You know, it's yeah. the season to be aggressive, man. It really is. Three hours ago, sleepy Joe Byron refused to leave his basement sanctuary and tell his (laughs) radical left bosses that they're heading the wrong direction. Tell them to get out of Seattle now. Liberal Governor uh, Jay uh, Jay Lee. Jay Inslee. Jay Inslee. Jay Lee. Fuck. Yeah. Is looking the the fool. Law and order. Yeah, I know Jay Inslee was say, tweeting, like, go back to your bunker to Trump because uh, Trump was saying for him to take over. Oh, we haven't talked about this. The Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Protesters in Seattle have seized, like, seven blocks of the city. And they, they're they totally, like, cut, up, cut off from society. <laughs> they're, like, a commune. Oh yeah, have you not heard about this? They have this thing called the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone in Seattle, where they they have literally gained control of this part of the city. No police are allowed in or out, Wait, and and it's Dude. led by like militia members Wait, is in that Seattle. Be the new revolution, fucking um, area, the Capitol. Yeah, I've heard I some people recommending that they like march on the fucking like Capitol building, but I obviously don't think that that would end well. I mean, seven blocks of a city is like nothing, right? I thought they took ca- the Capitol building. They may, they may have. I haven't been keeping up with the story, so if you know something more, that would be uh, great. I'm doing some on on the fly uh, Googling right now. <laughs> on the, the fly. South podcast. I'm bringing you something on the airwaves right now. New information. Oh, can't find anything. Oh, well. It's not really worth it anyway. You know, in the world of fucking foreign affairs, too, while, while all of this is going on, I don't know if you remember a, mere, a measly seven months ago, I want to say, eight months ago, mm-hmm. when Benjamin Netanyahu, the leader of Israel, was being indicted for fraudulent, uh, being accused of fraud, in the government in israel i don't know if you remember that because that was a big deal and then suddenly went away um and then today or just recently in the past few days like israel has been constantly talking about how they're just going to absorb palestine because of all this like coronavirus nonsense that's going on they, i feel like they yeah like why not right like they feel like they can get away with it right now and they can probably <laughs> so they're just gonna do it they're just gonna, like, like i'm just thinking like agario io that yeah. fucking web browser game. Home. They're like a huge blob and they just fucking yeah. home. <laughs> Palestine. <laughs> no. Yeah. Home. No. Dude, I can't wait for the Gaza Strip to turn into a fucking glass, like just a glass fucking parking lot. And p- for American liberals to be like, oh, this is such a shame that, oh, that no, Palestinians like fought Palestine. back and they, yeah, like we had to, st- we had to bomb them and like they, it was self defense because they were fighting back against our imperialism. Like, I cannot wait for this fucking just uh american like chauvinism that's going to go on after all these innocent people die or maybe they won't who knows i don't know because like palestine's saying oh if you invade us we're just gonna declare statehood but what the fuck does that even mean they've already been recognized as a state since what like 2015 or something i don't remember exactly when that happened but it was pretty it was a while ago like long enough ago for it to matter and like and nothing has changed so who like imagine this is like gonna probably be turned into a movie in the next 50 years like the fucking king of israel or you know the prime minister of israel calling 
uh, the the fucking UN and being like, guys, we're declaring statehood. We're declaring statehood. I repeat, they're invading us. And the UN just hangs up and no one fucking <laughs> does anything because no one gives a shit about no Palestine at all. No one picks up the phone, dude. Yeah, no it just rings. Yeah. And like it cuts to like the UN building and you just see like an old classic like um yeah. phone. You see Biden getting the bottom rib surgery removed so that he could suck his own dick finally and achieve DEFCON 5. <sighs> God, man. Yeah, okay, so one thing that I want to talk about before we uh, end this episode, it's going to be a pretty long segment. It might be, a, I don't know how long we're going to talk about this. But finally, out of the woodworks, no one saw it coming. Left in the South, ARG. Ah, yes. yes. Okay. So we're getting to reveal this a little bit earlier than we expected, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's interesting. Um, you want to go ahead and like introduce the idea to everyone? Yeah. So uh, me and Caleb decide that we should just uh, cut this ARG short because it was becoming too fucking real. Yeah. So uh, our ARG, so this seed has been planted since episode... I think episode 9 we talked about it and then in episode 10 we actually did our first thing towards our ARG. And right, that sounds so right. Basically, it's like this underground like far left violent radical like communist group that wants to uh, secretly recruit people into their organization and they're going to do that through our podcast. Right. Uh, leaving hidden messages and websites you can go to and yeah. it was going to be this whole thing. Yeah, and when David and I originally envisioned it, like we were ready. We were like I think characters the entire time. Yeah, yeah, and, and we uh, were ready for this shit to take like two, three years. You know what I mean? I think we even yeah. originally had the discussion like I'm ready for this to last like years, and you were like, "Hell yeah, bro! We're yeah. gonna lay breadcrumbs for the next years until it's over, and it's gonna be amazing." Yep. And like, I don't think we ever expected it to kind of end up being like this. Like, I think every passing month as things started to unfold. More and more, I started to lose motivation to do it. I'm like, God, it's just like, it's like, real like, life, yeah, it's an dude. interesting it's idea. It's a real life now, right? But it's like, I feel like everything so unprecedented things are happening right now. I don't need to make anything up for this to be interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we decided ultimately, yeah, yeah like we're gonna scrap it and move on. No yeah. guarantee that we'll never do anything like that in the future. I doubt we'll yeah. probably do something like that long term mm. because it's. I, I mean, it's just so impossible. Like, now that I've gone through this, it's so impossible to know, like, what's going to happen in six months. I never, ever yeah, would we guess. Like, Reddit, Reddit accounts. We have yeah. some uh, clips of us discussing the ARG that we were recording. Yeah, we're going to release on the pod, on the Patreon. So, if yeah. you're interested in that, yeah. subscribe to the Patreon. You'll yeah, see. Patreon.com, um, Left in the South, uh, $3 tier to get access yep. to exclusive content. And we'll upload those there if we ever find the, those fucking videos. Yeah, um, I have them all safe, so it's good. I'll put it together like a super compilation. Yeah, uh, if you want to like hear the parts where we try to hit them, uh, put the messages on uh, episode ten. If you listen to the intro carefully, you can hear uh, a voice going test. Yeah, it took it's when I first listened to it. It took me fucking forever. I was like, "What? I can't hear it." But uh, if you fucking <laughs> s- slow it back, you know, okay, <laughs> reverb, uh, reverb, slow it down. <laughs> Pitch hits, up. And that hits <laughs> yeah, God, I sweated <laughs> over that because I I didn't want to just give it away because I was like I was like so excited to get it started. It was such a tiny ass thing. Looking back on it, it was like 
God, it was just a tiny breadcrumb. But I was so excited to start the ARG. I was like, I don't want to just give this shit away right away because it would be obvious it was me. Because like the idea was like these the secret underground society was making edits to the podcast without me knowing, right? Because I'm the editor, and we knew like we've said that on the podcast, so it wouldn't make sense for things to get edited in and me not know because I'm doing the editing, right? Yeah. And like Dave and I bounce some stuff off each other, like, oh maybe I'm in on it because I'm the editor. But then we decided that's probably not a great idea because, like, I want to be able to play a character and it, it would kind of fuck everything up if I was, like, we a thought, bad guy. So we, like, that Caleb is, is our computer's been compromised. Right, exactly. And, like, if yeah. we ever need to, like, say, like, if everyone's, like, say, hey, like, why is this in your video? We can, like, I don't, know, I don't know. And then, like, like some errors or something and, like, or a picture. And, yeah. like, you know, that's another, it, it could strain off into another clue. Yeah, and I think, like, I even had one episode, I don't remember which one this was, but I was posting on Twitter, like, how all my files were corrupted or whatever, and then when we released that episode, that was the episode that had the first, uh, like, huge clue in it. So, do you remember what the next thing that we used was, David? Uh, the next one, we we added a, a audio image. To yeah, the, a spectrograph or whatever. Spectrograph, yeah, a spectrograph image into the podcast audio. And uh, yeah. you can see if you want to listen to it, it's at uh, 22 Set a specific minutes. time on exactly. every episode. Yeah, exactly at 22 minutes, every podcast episode, 11 through 15, you can hear it. And yeah. it's, uh, it's like a weird like... And yeah, like, and it, it sounds like an audio error, but it was very yeah, intentional. You could, you could miss... It's very easy. You, can, if, like, you have to be looking, like hearing it. Yeah. Or you might miss it. You have to like kind of be familiar with spectography, I think, really, to even consider the fucking fact. Yeah, that <laughs> like, could be an image, yeah. Yeah, because you have to open it in Audacity, activate the spectrograph imaging thing, yeah, and like, like it all like, comes out. And shit, yeah. Yeah, and, and like, like yeah, we put a lot of work about in it. You could just like that could have been like somewhere glitch on your phone. But yeah, uh, right. it's in there. Eleven uh, episode eleven through fifteen, you can hear it. Exactly. That's yeah, I and I think on Twitter we should also, or sorry, on Patreon we should also upload like an image of that so people don't have to go look for it themselves. But like we can say it on the pod too. It was basically like uh, an image of Karl Marx's like face or like you know his silhouette or whatever, yeah. and then it had some numbers and letters on it, and it was a it was an address to part of the Communist Manifesto, like a certain page and sentence, and then like sent and then words within that sentence we were gonna later use to like convey a message to the player of the game but obviously mm. we never got that far um yeah. but that was ultimately our goal so that's why like we're the the uh um the baddies their logo was gonna be the pig logo the dead pig logo that we use in the loop of our podcast yeah. that we upload to youtube it's etched into the wooden shelf of that like uh like a fake apartment uh loop we yeah. use so ironically, that's pretty uh, appropriate now with like about all the cop shit that's going yeah, on. But like we it's actually, too fucking we, real. like, we were gonna yeah. have, like a dead cop like website. We're like to commit uh, to test like your commitment to the organization. Oh my god, I forgot about this. And it was gonna yeah. be like a de- like dead pig or like basically like, testing like whether or not you were willing to kill for the for the secret underground group that they were recruiting for. Yeah, I forgot we were gonna do this, man. And we were gonna show like we were gonna show legit like snuff videos too, like actual like yeah, slaughtering pigs. 
Yeah, and like you have to watch and like participate and shit. Like it was gonna be gruesome as fuck, and like and so that's why we made the pig, the dead pig, their yeah. logo because it just made perfect sense. And then now, like if you look at that, you may think it's about the George Floyd shit, which I mean, obviously it is. We also agree with this message about George Floyd, but that originally had nothing to do with that. It happened to do with the ARG, which is crazy. I'm glad that we did it. Do you regret yeah, doing it? it? Like, no, it was fun. I, like, yeah, it was fun while we were doing it. Uh, I, I mean. I am disappointed that it's not gonna. Yeah, I'm disappointed that it's not gonna have this mo- like this great, grand, um, cathartic moment where yeah. people realize like, like <gasps> I was looking forward to that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I was and like, the, wait, ARG yeah. and left in the south. Right. I was waiting like for myself to have to lie to actual fans, other than like yeah. my close friends that listen to the podcast, <laughs> and like. I don't know. I, I'm I'm sad to see that go. But I mean who knows? Maybe we'll do something similar to this in the future. Yeah, so maybe. don't give up hope. Some other content, like, you never uh, know. I like, you know, making like fictional like stuff. You know, like yeah. Dungeons, like, cause I I'm always a, I've always been a big role player. I love fucking Dungeons and Dragons. So uh like yeah. some role playing shit, you know. Uh would be uh would be pretty fun. So maybe. We have a an action because like when we were doing the RG, we were making this shit up as we went. So yeah, uh, you know. But I think you know a lot of it was pretty clever, and I think it was you know it's always well done, of course. Right, um, and I think it really gave me a lot of respect for well run ARGs as well. Like that shit yeah. is hard because like not only do you have to create interesting puzzles, you have to make it not too easy, also not too hard. Like you can't obscure the clue so much that no one finds it. You can't make it so obvious that it's not fun. And, and I feel like that's wanna, actually you, has to have hard a reason. It has to be believable, right? You can't do yeah. something like some, like, why does this organization want to do your podcast? You know, why did not Joe exactly. if they want to recruit people? I mean, it has to have a coherent cool. story within the universe of your ARG. And it's fucking hard, man. Like, it gave me a lot of respect for that. And uh, I hope that people do more interesting ARGs like the one that we were planning on doing because I find them very interesting. And I hope that someone else is able to do it justice without, uh, you know, accidentally copying the state of the world eight months in advance, <laughs> almost. Yeah, for real. Which is like, insane. But. Yeah, um, I mean, that's the reason why we uh, decided, like, to stop doing it. It was, like, it's, like, it's too real. And, like, because, you know, before... It clashes. Then, like, it really clashes. Yeah, it's, like, why are they, like, doing the, like, you know, pretending, like... Yeah. Like why would they latch onto our podcast when literally all of the public is like in uproar right now over yeah. society there would be no reason for them to use our podcast to recruit like socially liberal fucking leftists <laughs> like no, it makes no sense like, people would, i feel like people would actually fucking believe it we we were like yeah we were kind of like scared in the beginning like if we could get in trouble like for this shit like if yeah that's why we recorded the videos yeah they we were worried that like wait we what if we actually get in trouble with like police and like they think that we're like radical leftists who want to kill like the police like right yeah especially because when we were discussing like putting the videos of like dead cops like literally we were talking about like having videos of cops like dying and shit i was like could we get in trouble for this so we decided to do the videos originally because of that david was like we should do videos that way we can like release it after the ARG and everyone will know that like we just did it all on purpose and I thought it was a really cool idea so yeah don't forget head to Patreon if you want to see that exclusive content probably won't be up when you listen to this but it'll be up eventually yes look forward to that in the upcoming days 
For uh, sure. With that, um, I want to thank our Patreon pledgers, Grunt980, Tim, and Zeon. We appreciate your constant support to this podcast. We fucking love you, and if we could, we kiss you on the lips. Yes, I would kiss you on the cock. I'm doing hand signals right now. I'm turning left. Suck your dick. <laughs> but yes, uh, on the real, thank you, thank you. <laughs> we appreciate it. And, yes, we do. Uh, if you haven't already, you know, if you listen, if you gotten this far, if you gotten this far to the end of this episode, if you at us on Twitter at Left in the South. I will send you a $5 Amazon gift card, you know, just because you made it to the end of the episode. And I appreciate you. Wow, that's such a crazy deal, man. What other podcast would do that for their fans? None. Not a single one. Yes, just at Left in the South on Twitter. And the first person who does it saying like, oh, I made it to the end. And I will send you the $5 on Amazon gift card on Twitter. This is our new ARG. We're starting anew. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah uh, with that, uh, thank you for listening to episode 24 of the Left in the South podcast. It's been a pleasure. Yep. Bye. Bye.